Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vikings Happy Hour, where the Vikings have extended TJ Hawkinson to a four-year, $68.5 million contract extension that completely resets the the tight end market, Ryan. It's a 17.125 million APY and 42.5 million guaranteed. Yeah, then then I I mean I didn't quite call those numbers, but then I call that it'd be like they're gonna just do whatever they can to get like a hundred grand over the uh the top market, which is seventeen. <laughs> just give him the money, yeah. Yeah, and it ended up being hundred and twenty five thousand more uh, on average, which it's kind of funny. But yeah, I uh, you know, I'm glad that we got it done. I mean it's crazy. You know, it's a little bit more than we, I think all of us on the show, like, I mean, I know I called that. That's what he was waiting for was that extra hundred K over the, at least hundred K over that 17 mil. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't think the Vikings would give him that. I was thinking probably somewhere in that 15, 16 range. So bit surprised by the numbers, but I'm very happy it's done because he's, I think he's an integral part of this offense. Yeah. And uh, before we get any further, I, I didn't really do an intro to the show. Uh, if you're watching this, hit that like, and subscribe button. Uh, helping us grow our channel a little bit more than we have. And we're also giving away this kind of style hat of Lake Monster, not the one I'm, I'm wearing, uh, once we re- reach 3,100 subscribers on our YouTube channel. Uh, but back to the TJ Hawkinson stuff. Yeah, I know you kind of predicted it. We had Brad Spielberger on from Pro Football Focus back in March. Even he kind of anticipated this $17 million-ish dollar range. Um, and yeah, he, he's now ahead of guys like Darren Waller, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, your guy, Mark Andrews. So do you think, first of all, do you think he's deserving of that amount? And secondly, actually, we'll just leave it there. Do you think he deserves this amount? Um, that's a good question. I mean, that's a lot of money. Uh, however, he, he is, a, I mean, at least on this team last year, and obviously things can change with Jordan Addison being on the team, but he was the number two target when he was here. So yeah. like obviously KJ and, and Adam got there tar- a lot of targets um, the first few weeks of last season. But after we made that trade, TJ Hawkinson was by far and clear the second, second most important player on offense, uh, at least can from I touch the receiving. on something there for a second. Yeah. Yeah, please. So we had gone back or I, I had gone back and looked just, how he ranked among tight ends since he arrived with the Vikings. And I think we've talked about it at this show before, but he was one of the top, you know, one or two tight ends only behind Travis Kelsey from weeks nine through 18 after joining the team last year. But an interesting stat is if you compare his numbers against the wide receivers in the NFL, along with tight ends, he's still right up there. Eighth in targets in that range, seventh in receptions, 25th in yards, 28th in touchdowns, and 18th in yards after the catch. And the reason I find that so impressive is, like, that's wide receiver two type production out of a yeah. tight end. Absolutely. And, and that's why I was like, you know, we've had a couple of shows over the last few weeks regarding this topic, right? We, you Flip and I kind of got into it on one of the shows because I, <laughs> I, I was vouching for Hawkinson's value on the team. Yes. Um, and, then, and then we talked about it quite a bit with Arif when he was on last week. And yeah, I mean, it's a bit rich, right? Like, I mean, just because it's the tight end market, but when you look at it from the value he provides on the field, p- take, take the position title away. I mean, he, yeah. 
to your point, he's one of the most targeted players in all of football, not just at the tight end position. I think that would would have ranked number two, if I remember correctly, um, yeah. in targets and in yards, uh, only behind Kelsey. And yes, I know a lot of people are going to sit here and say, well, he's not Kelsey, and Kelsey's only making, I, I think it's 14. Like 14, and, mm-hmm. 14 and some change. But you got to remember, Kelsey's contract is like three years old. So, yeah. so you know, for the time, Kel- that number for Kelsey was astronomical. And and now Kelsey has now a new benchmark to say, hey, I'm the best tight end in the league. I want 18. I want 19. Whatever it might ends up being, um, it's a new number for Mark Andrews to to achieve. Now I think he's going into his third. Second, yeah. second or third season on his new contract, um, and and same with Kittle. So he's resetting the market. All of those guys that we all perceive to be better than Hawkinson, at least perception wise, mm-hmm. and we can get back into that in a second. Um, they're all going to get more than Hawkinson on their next contract. So it's just it's just how the world works. He's going to be the highest paid, just like you know, the highest paid corner isn't always going to be the best corner, the highest paid quarterback. I mean, Kirk cousins was up there in top three money for uh, at one point in time. And he was never been a top three quarterback. It's just how the system works. They got to reset the market for each other and, and keep driving up these prices. Um, I'm looking at some of the tight ends out there and, and guys that are probably due for contracts here within the next year or so. Um, just given their free agency status. But guys like Hunter Henry, who just cashed in a few years ago with the Patriots, is coming up again. So he's probably super excited just about this contract in general. Um, Tyler Higby is another one. Uh, though those guys are kind of on the the higher age threshold. Um, so maybe maybe they won't break the bank like like Hawkinson just sort of did. <clears throat> Well, yeah, and, and you look at all the top tight ends in the market right now. I think or um, Kelsey's 33, 32, mm-hmm. 33 years old. Uh, Kittle is, I think, 30. Waller's yeah. 30. Andrews is 28. Um, Goddard is 28. Hawkinson's only 26. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're so that's another, like, I guess, data point that you need to consider when looking at the contract is we got him for four years. We got him till age 30. And again, who knows, we'll probably restructure by that time, but we have an opportunity here in his prime years. And again, it sucks paying a a non-premium, so to speak position, that type of money, but you got to look at it from the perspective of when you have somebody at that position, I mean, look at for how long, I mean, yeah, Kyle Rudolph was, highly compensated and he was a top tight end, but he Rudolph never was as good as TJ Hawkinson is right now. Yeah. Irv Smith was a failed experiment, right? Like you have all of these, like it's tough to get a high quality tight end and we have one at available to us to form a really dangerous trio at the receiving in, in the receiving room, so to speak uh, with Jefferson. Hopefully Addison becomes that guy. And Hawkinson, yeah. and then and then we still have KJ Osborne, who is no slouch himself. Yeah, this could be one of those glory years where you just look back at it and you're like, remember when we had all of those guys at one time? Because given this contract extension, knowing that Jefferson's is coming, I I, I find a hard, you know, I find it hard to believe that KJ Osborne will be back next year. I hope he is, but uh, he also deserves to go get paid. And I just unfortunately don't think that that's going to work here. Um, But before we get into just 
kind of what TJ Hawkinson brings to the Vikings and just this offensive weaponry. You brought up the fact that it's not a premium position and we're going to pay him around 17 ish million a year. Um, But there's also another factor in this, and that's the fact that they just signed Josh Oliver as well this past offseason to a big contract. Is uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I I think it's somewhere around like, was it three years, 21 million, 28 million? 21. Was it 21? Mm -hmm. So now now you have two tight ends totaling almost $24 million a year on your roster. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. And and his contract was interesting as well, because I'm pretty sure it was like a three year, 21 million, but then we added like two void years through 2026. Yeah. 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 So, um, so it'll be interesting how that ends up playing out, I guess, but just in terms of, uh, that contract, it's essentially a two year contract. Uh, Mm -hmm. we can get out of it. There will be some dead money, um, after, um, in 2025, I think it's about four four point two million in dead money, but we would save five if we needed to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's an emphasis on trying to improve the run game, and Josh Oliver provides that. And what's great about TJ Hawkinson is he does too. He's actually quite a a, a solid blocker for that position. Uh, the type of the type of tight end he is, he's not like a dedicated blocker, kind of like Josh Oliver is. Uh, he he has the ability to be a a top two target on a team, but, and then he also does provide that, that ability to block from the tight end position, which makes him that much more valuable in my opinion. Yeah. The other thing I was going to talk about here um, before we, we wrap this show on the TJ Hawkinson extension is just, you brought it up already, but just the plethora of weapons this team has on offense. And I'm trying to pull it up quick. I should have been uh, better prepared, but when you look at the, the offense and how it's constructed, um, it's just a lot of young, youthful players uh, for the Vikings. When you look at Jordan Addison, who was just signed or just drafted, he's only 21. Uh, Jefferson's only 24. Hawkinson, 26. Darasaw, 24. O'Neill is still mm-hmm. relatively young at 27. While I think everybody is probably bought into Kirk Cousins now, officially, after five years of him being our quarterback, this is kind of setting up to open a new window for this offense where a rookie quarterback could really come in here and just have an immense amount of talent surrounding him and, and only strive. So for me, I'm just excited about what the future holds for this team, not only just this year with the offense, but moving forward with all this potential talent. Yeah, I mean, it's a quite loaded young talent um, on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Like you said, O'Neal is the oldest of the top end talent on this team at 27 on offense. So um, it's very exciting to see. It's exciting that we have this window of time. Again, tight ends can play pretty well, as you see Kelsey doing, into their mid-30s. Um, so I'm not worried about him falling off a cliff or anything anytime soon, but, and then the growth of Addison, the likely extension, hopefully here soon with JJ, uh, being here long-term. I mean, we are definitely set up well running back. I'm not typically ever too worried about that because I do think that that's a position where you can, I mean, look at even Alexander Madison, who isn't, you know, some 
top end guy, but I think he's going to be very formidable in this offense, given all the talent around him too, where he uh, hopefully will see some lighter boxes and be able to make, can be able to make an impact. Um, yeah, definitely excited. And, kind of what TJ Hawkinson means to this, right? So, you know, you have Jefferson, who's kind of a do-all, right? You know, he can do the downfield um, contested catches, uh, mid-range, like, you know, the mid-intermediate levels. He's very good. He's very crafty. Addison's going to be able to pr- provide a lot of those same skill sets, right? I mean, granted, at a much smaller frame, but he he's very adept at getting open, uh, yes. short and intermediate areas. He's going to be great, but he's also really solid in contested catch situations as well. Uh, so, I think, uh, you know, what this means is that you can really have like a jack of all trades with all of these guys because Hawkinson is a safety net. Hawkinson's mm-hmm. a safety net. So you can move any of these other guys. And, and if you want to throw KJ Osborne into the fold here as well, you know, he's not so much the downfield threat, but, he, you know, in the short and intermediate, he's fantastic as well. So when you couple this offense together, I think we are going to have a very high powered offense, but getting, uh, Kirk's safety net in in uh, TJ Hawkinson locked in, I think only allows that to be unleashed even that much further. So really excited about it. Hopefully he doesn't use that safety net on fourth and eight uh, again with the season <laughs> I knew you were on the line. Bring that up. <laughs> yeah, but but outside of that, you know, it's 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 been a really good uh, duo. Those two, uh, that connection was really strong really quickly last year, and I hope it continues to build upon. Yeah, the the one thing that I'm most excited about, at least for this whole group, and now knowing that TJ Hawkinson no longer has a back injury or ear infection uh, heading into the season, is that yeah. they're all super good at uh, what Kirk Cousins loves in his receiver. It's, it's catching it at the, the high point, and also that that yards after catch ability, which even TJ Hawkinson has that ability at tight end. So I, I feel very confident in this group. Um, if any one of them goes down, I'm we still have three more. Um, hopefully no injuries happen this year, but someone's bound to miss a game or snaps or, or whatever it is. So I think to have all that talent on the roster with, with the tight end and receiving group is, is only going to help us. So, well, and the um, depth behind the the depth behind the top guys too, right? I mean, you have Naylor who yes. was kind of showing some stuff, uh, you know, both in in the end of last season and in the mini camps before he got hurt this preseason, and then um, and then Brandon Powell, who's kind of shown in the preseason that he can be a, a guy who can get open and and create again kind of that safety net uh, for Kirk, and then and then some gadget plays as well. So uh, I, I think on offense, outside of that that offensive lines depth and interior i think uh, we're really set up for success here yeah yeah absolutely any other uh any other talking points for you on the tj hawkinson extension nothing for me i'm just excited that he's here happy yeah to your point i'm happy that uh filling up that wallet kind of cured that back pain and the <laughs> and the earache there so um, it would cure really up any excited. pain i have i'll tell you what yeah yeah same so yeah no excited he's here i'm excited that he i mean i just wish i did i read a report that it's a very similar to the numbers that were offered in like late july which i just wish that they could have just got it done then because um obviously having that month to ramp up versus a week uh would have been better but again if you look at what he did last year he came in from detroit to minnesota uh right i think first game got 10 targets so like Mm -hmm. he i don't think he's gonna hopefully not really miss a beat here for us so yeah yeah one uh one contract checked off waiting for that justin jefferson one hopefully 
we see it before the season starts. But if not, Quasey said he feels pretty confident that uh, they'll get it done long term. So um, that's it for us here next week, next Wednesday, the 6th of September. We'll be live at Lake, Lake Monster for another show. So giveaways, free beer, well, not free beer, but beer, I should say. Um, so, yeah, hit that like and subscribe button. Join us next Wednesday night at Lake Monster Brewing uh, in football is back soon one week from tonight college football slate of games start this evening i know there were some this past weekend but uh we can take a big deep breath out and uh enjoy the football season so until next time everybody skull vikings